0: Invest in a winning opportunity. WSI is the world's leading white-collar franchise, ranked number one in its category by Entrepreneur Magazine for six years running. Right now, WSI is expanding its global franchise network in select high-growth markets. Do you have the motivation to run a successful and profitable business? Can you see yourself delivering highly effective internet marketing solutions to small and medium-sized companies in your local community? Find out now if your area is still available. Go to wsicorporate.com forward slash radio to qualify now for your free multimedia franchise information package. Comprehensive training and certification, your own personal startup success coach, ongoing operations, and marketing support. Whatever your business background, You can follow WSI's proven system to build a successful long-term business with multiple recurring revenue streams that will earn you money while you sleep. Qualify now for your free information package. Go to WSIcorporate.com. That's WSIcorporate.com forward slash radio. Start living your dream today. a rewarding future for you and your family as an Aaron's sales and lease ownership franchisee. Aaron's is changing the way a growing and underserved market acquires necessities like furniture, appliances, electronics, and computers. The Aaron's Franchise Opportunity offers today's entrepreneurs you potential for profits and growth. Aaron's Sales and Lease Ownership is a division of Aaron's Rents Incorporated, a New York Stock Exchange-listed company with more than 50 years of enviable results. Aaron's is ranked number one in its category by Entrepreneur Magazine and 58th among franchise chains in worldwide sales by Franchise Times Magazine. Aaron's provides site selection assistance, Comprehensive training and traffic building marketing programs. Additionally, as a franchisee, you'll benefit from their national reputation, industry experience, operating systems, and manufacturing and distribution methods. For more information on the Aaron's franchise opportunity, call one 800 551 6015 That's one 800 Five five one six zero one five, or go to Aaron'sFranchise.com. That's A R O N S Franchise.com. Do you have a talent for communicating business advice? Are you looking to control your work-life balance? Have you earned a six-figure income in the corporate world yet dreamed of being your own boss? Would helping local business owners solve problems, seize opportunities, and plan strategically give you great satisfaction? If so, the Alternative Board could be the meaningful and rewarding professional challenge you've been searching for. The Alternative Board, also known as TAB, is the world's largest franchisor of peer advisory boards and business coaching. We are currently seeking qualified entrepreneurs business consultants and corporate executives who have at least 10 years of senior level business experience as a franchise owner with the alternative board you will chair monthly board meetings and provide executive coaching to ceos presidents and owners of local businesses you can share your business knowledge to help community business leaders achieve their vision of success In addition to earning a consistent income from monthly membership dues, you also have the potential to start or expand consulting opportunities. Explore how you can apply your business expertise and give back to your community with TAB. Please visit our website at www.tabboards.com. That's T-A-B-B-O-A-R-D-S.com. Or you can call 1-800-727-0126. That's 1-800-727-0126. Do what you enjoy and enjoy what you do with the Alternative Board.
1: this is a show to listen to. And our guest today has spent 15 years as a sports television producer working with ABC Sports, ESPN, and others. He also founded a travel company that became the official travel service of Disney's World Wide World of Sports Complex in Orlando and the University of Notre Dame. In 1998, he joined an international franchise company with 1,000 locations, and served as a senior vice president in charge of marketing for their nine brands. Four years ago, he started Success Handler, a professional business coaching firm to help leaders discover their desires and achieve their goals. Please welcome the coach, David Handler.
2: Good morning, David. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Marty and Don. Happy holidays. Thanks for having me on. Two thousand.
1: We s- were saying earlier on in this show, David, that, you know, you're the perfect guest to have on, you know, as people are making their uh, New Year's resolutions, so many businesses out there, you know?
3: Well,
2: I know that um, resolutions last usually till the last bowl game's done, which <laughs> we drag that out to January 7th these days. There you
4: go. <laughs>
1: absolutely, absolutely. I knew you wanted to say hi, Don, too, David, as well.
2: Yeah, appreciate you coming on the show, David.
4: Happy holidays. Uh, I see you had a big background with sports. I'm a big sports sportsman myself.
2: Well, I did, and... Uh, to do a lot of interesting things over my career. I um, uh, worked Nolan Ryan's 5,000 strikeouts and uh, produced two perfect games. I think now at the time there had been 14, now there's been 16 I think. So yeah, through baseball and I did a lot of college football. I think I did about 15 bowl games.
1: You have, I mean, you have a very interesting background. Uh, did you want to talk about what you were doing before getting involved in franchising and coaching, David?
2: Well, usually the next question is, wait, if you were a sports guy, how would you ever get into franchising? It's <laughs> true, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I have a journalism degree, so I guess as a writer that uh, gives me the chance to uh, write about a lot of things. But, um, it's an interesting story of how I got into franchising. Uh, Bud Hatfield is uh, actually in the ISA Hall of Fame and one of the legends started a company in 1967 uh, uh, called Quick Copy, and um, I read an article about Bud in 1998 um, after we had sold our travel company um, with him in standing in front of an Alamo, or the Alamo, which he had rebuilt on his campus uh, in Houston, and I like the article it talked about instead of giving out uh, business cards, he had a book he wrote that he always gave out, so I wrote him a an artic- uh, letter and said, um, a copy of your book, and by the way, if you'll put an invoice in, I'll pay you for the printing. Right. And uh, this is a true story. Three weeks later, I was sitting on my bed, and I'd had that letter on my nightstand, I held it up to my wife. This is the middle of the afternoon, and I said, this guy never contacted me about his book. And the phone rang, and my wife said, it's him. Oh, my God. She handed me the phone, and he said, would you come see me on Friday? This was a Wednesday. I spent a day with him, and suddenly I was moving from Dallas-Fort Worth to Houston to get into franchising. Wow. As you mentioned before that, I had been um, in television and owned this travel company, and uh, I guess the crossover there is, uh, from a leadership standpoint, I had uh, run a company as a sports producer. You know, I would show up at a site every weekend and have 50 people who I may or may not have met before, and we would manage to put on a telecast to some parts or all of the country, and uh, really learn. seemed to fit well, uh, real well with franchising. Um, we've, our travel company, and I actually sold my half of the company to my partner, and it's still very successful today. He's, I think on uh, January 2nd, he will start his um, 17th year on Notre Dame's campus, and uh, they're still the, the official travel service of Disney's Wide World of Sports Complex. So uh, all of that kind of uh, transitioned very well, and then as a franchisor, I really did a lot of coaching that's what I did. I was in charge of marketing, but I was coaching committees. I was coaching franchisees, and I didn't even know that's what I was doing until somebody told me what the term was,
3: right. and uh,
2: believe it or not, five years ago, I decided I wanted to go have my own business again for the third time, which surprised a lot of people, <laughs> and um, someone said you ought to be a coach. I hired a coach. I actually uh, found, tried to find out who the best coaches in a year of with my company, fully aware of it, of working two jobs, and three years ago this morning, we started full-time with Success Handlers. Oh, that's fantastic. It seems
4: like, David, this is probably the most rewarding yeah. job you've had potentially, helping other businesses succeed. That's what I, was I mean, you've done a, had a lot of different experiences, done a lot of different things, but, you know, probably seeing a business succeed because of what you recommend probably is real uplifting.
2: You know, to uh, kind of frame this for all of your listeners who are considering becoming entrepreneurs. About being your own boss. Um, it comes with a lot of side things that affect that. Um, however, you know, when I was in television, there was always that executive producer, and when I worked for ABC, they called it the rune phone. It was a red phone that sat next to you in the truck, and whenever something was said or didn't look right, the rune phone would ring, and you'd hear some executive producer in New York using every word you didn't want to use with your kids because, you know, you'd had a glitch on the air, and then you would probably put down the phone and Touching the talk back, which is a high tech term for talking into the announcer's ears, and you'd say, Listen, guys, uh, let's don't use that comment again. And you've just been chewed out. Right. Um, that was always frustrating to me. Oh, yeah. um, my partner and I were, we, we came up with the idea for Anthony Travel together, yet I always, I kept doing television for all but the last three years I owned it, and he took it and grew it, so I was always, you know, kind of deferring to him. And when I finally grasped this, it will go, um, yes, it has become wonderfully rewarding, Um, I actually told someone earlier this week, they asked me how it's gone after three years, I said, I have just a really cool life, and that's what I would like to say to everyone out there who's caught in a life that they may feel stuck in because financially it gives them what they need to live and survive and, you know.
4: Or go sideways, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, life is short. You got to, you know, really find the right time and, and, you know, just go for it, sort of. Just to be happier because it affects so many other parts of your life. It
2: does, and I think um, just as a kind of a side note, there, I have worked with a few franchisees, especially when I was a franchisor, who um, kind of got this false impression of the day I leave this corporate world and start my own business, I'm retired. You guys know completely that, really, life is starting over, and it's usually starting from square zero. Right. And um, you haven't even gotten to um, uh, the first purple square on the Monopoly board, at a loan circling to collect your $200. So, that's a long way to
4: go. Right. That's your point. Why, why is having uh, a coach important?
2: You know, I, I, when you were reading my introduction there, or I guess at the beginning of your show when you were talking about my background, um,
3: you, you mentioned
2: the sports analysis always really resonated with that because, uh, you know, I'd ask you a question, Don. Does, does Tiger Woods have a coach? Yes. And how about Tom Brady? In the world all, all have coaches, Yeah, yes, Serena Williams. All great athletes have coaches, and I think it's really just been in the last uh, 10 to 20 years. A gentleman named Thomas Leonard, um, who unfortunately passed away quite young, about five years ago, um, started this whole professional coaching thing. He's considered the uh, godfather of it, if you will. such a wonderful job of framing all of these uh, coaching tenets and, and the way we work with clients and um, for me the transition from uh, professional employee and former business owner to helping others was very smooth because I realized it's what I had always done.
3: Um,
2: for me, just like in the sports world, which I know so well, having been in locker room. about bringing out the best in the players. One great memory that comes back from my television career is um, just by fluke, before there was anything known as the hated BCS,
3: um,
2: we started a bowl game for a company I was working for called the Blockbuster Bowl, which today is uh, some car quest bowl or something. 15 years, and the first one, it just so happened that two very well-known teams were lost without a bowl. They didn't fit into any of the slots that were then being, you know, given out in mid-November. And so I wound up doing this bowl game on, I think, December 29th of that year, and back to back in my hotel room with just my two announcers sports information director and myself, I had Bobby Bowden and Joe Paterno meet with the announcers before the game, I mean with the, uh, the coaches before the, the
4: game. game huh? Florida State, Penn State. Well, there you go.
2: And so it was just a wonderful game, it was a wonderful memory, and I always key in on that is those two guys who, who would have thought they'd still be around, you know, setting records today. Right. They, That's they yeah,
1: both contract,
2: yeah. have always been about finding players who work in their system, and Paterno's the biggest example, the system doesn't change much, there's still no names on the back of those uniforms or decals on those helmets. They are just so good at crafting those people, especially if you think about linebacker you at Penn State, into fitting in that system, and that's what I really try to do as a coach is not say, hey, here's the answers, one, two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. It's really get deep into that person's um, feelings about what they want to do, where they want to go, how they're going to get there, and what's in the way of their journey really a lot of custom designing for the
4: personality as well as the business industry and the type of business they have, David.
2: You know, I do uh, um, a fair amount of group coaching, um, usually with, uh, like, the franchisees of a franchise franchisor, so I'll coach 10, 15, 20 franchisees on a group call, but uh, really the... Uh, I work with a lot of franchisors, especially at the start uh say, 0-100 to 100 level, and um, a lot of them are in children's franchising, which has just blossomed in the last few years. Uh, obviously, with my printing background, I have quite a niche there, and some people will say to me, well, what do you know about X? You know, I'll just pick something outlandish. What do you know about um, airlines? Right. And I'll say, well, you know, it's interesting, because do you have this situation? Well, yeah, of course we have that. Okay, do you have that situation? Well, that's really what it is. It is customized into it. It's Don, what's, what's your challenge today? And that's to me is coaching. It's in the moment. What is happening right now? Not what happened 20 years ago or what your parents told you when you were five. Right. What is happening today and where do you want to go from here? And just by really zeroing in on that, regardless of the industry, I have found, and I probably work with uh, franchisors in 10 different industries right now, um, it always crosses over because everyone has people challenges. Everyone has Challenges and everyone has focus and financial challenges.
3: Right.
1: Absolutely. I guess there's a lot of accountability too, David. You know, when you have a coach, you know, I think you feel more pressure to hit those numbers sometimes as well. You know, as when you don't have one,
3: you kind
1: of say, well, you know what, nobody's really watching. So uh, I think it's just such an important service for business to have. I would
2: agree. I have always had a coach now for five will say that every uh, my first coach I worked with for four years, and uh, it was every other week. And my I transitioned to more of a coach to really help me focus on me getting what I want out of life. And for the last year and a half, really there was a little crossover. Um, I have had uh, three calls a month, and uh, I'll tell you, you just don't not do it. If
1: Talk about the services, David, that you provide as a success handler.
2: Sure. Well, I mentioned one-on-one and group coaching, and I I do most all of my coaching by phone. I live in Houston, and there are some um, uh, local oil and gas executives here that I have kind of grown my practice out in the last year with that I I do in-person coaching. But I have clients from Boston to San Diego, and uh, it's never been an issue. um, I have always worked with my coaches on the phone, and I work with all my clients. to franchisees, both one-on-one and group coaching. And um, with new franchisees, which uh, three of my current franchise or clients um, hire me to coach their startup franchisees, so I'll work with them for the first 9 to 12 months and really help them navigate the waters, uh, as I mentioned, everything from, well, you know, I, I know I'm supposed to go out marketing, but it sure is a lot more fun to stand in here and watch everybody wait on the customers, you know, classic challenges and mistakes that do On that. So I'll do beaches speeches. Um, I think I did um, 12 of them this year. Uh, you know, from Las Vegas to Chicago to San Diego, and it seems like everybody wants to be in Orlando. So um, my most popular topic this year is on the law of attraction. You, you guys may be familiar with a book called The Secret it's Oprah made number one and got a lot of the way. Um, great book, good marketing idea. Wished I'd have thought of it, but uh, probably not exactly uh, my take on the law of attraction. What you want in life, and it,
3: if you stay
2: true to that, it, it kind of comes back to you. Right. Uh, it's just a really good topic that I get a lot of uh, requests to deliver. And uh, so those are the basic services. And through that, I, I mentioned as a journalist, I'm writing for several magazines, and I have a monthly newsletter that uh, goes out to about 2,000 business leaders. So if I was to have uh, set down uh, But it wasn't completely accurate, and you just kind of, uh, good lesson for everyone listening, you just evolve and go where the opportunities are.
4: Absolutely. And how, how you know, Marty, uh, I was just going to mention before, um, I mean, how, uh, how great is that for a, a new franchisee starting out? Not, not only getting the training and support from the franchise, right. but, uh, but to have someone, you know, like David, you know, on top of all that, to I help agree. out a new franchisee as they're starting out, and, you know, just not for a you know, week or two. I mean, this, this goes on for months. Absolutely. I mean, you know, for that person succeeding is just so high, uh, you know, it's just incredible to, to have that extra in there, right. not all franchises do that, of course, you know, put a, hey, hey let's have a specialist and a uh, you know, business coach will also help you out. Right,
1: and if, if I could answer to that too, Don, is, you know, David's uh, expertise in franchising as well, not just being a business coach, but uh, that background in, in franchising, David, I, I, I think certainly helps
2: you.
3: Well, Don and
2: Marty, I, I'm not sure, uh, you know, I have no way of validating this, but there probably aren't more than a handful of uh, professional coaches who have been a or I have actually owned a franchise, I didn't get into that life um, when I was much younger, um, who have, you know, worked in the corporate world, who have owned independent businesses, I I think I do bring that broad perspective, and um, I think franchisees really respect that because they know I've walked in their shoes, and uh, franchisors respect it because I certainly see their side of things, you know, I worked at a local with a 1,000 locations, and um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, corporate-type politics and decisions that go into that size organization, and and I've lived that life. So, yes, I think it is a benefit, and I am very thankful for all the franchisors who entrust their franchisees to me. Absolutely.
1: David, we have to take a quick
2: break. Are you able to stick around for another second?
1: Absolutely. That's fantastic. So I think what we'll do here is we'll take another quick break, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Radio welcome to talk
3: welcome
0: looking for the independence freedom and control of owning your own business invest in a winning opportunity wsi is the world's leading franchise ranked number one in its category by Entrepreneur Magazine for six years running. Right now, WSI is expanding its global franchise network in select high-growth markets. Do you have the motivation to run a successful and profitable business? Can you see yourself delivering highly effective internet marketing solutions to small and medium-sized companies in your local community? Find out now if your area is still available. Go to wsicorporate.com forward slash radio to qualify now for your free multimedia franchise information package. Comprehensive training and certification, your own personal startup success coach, ongoing operations and marketing support. Whatever your business background, you can follow WSI's proven system to build a successful long-term business with multiple recurring revenue streams that will earn you money while you sleep. Qualify now for your free information package. Go to WSIcorporate.com. That's WSIcorporate.com forward slash radio. Start living your dream today. Tap into a $41 billion a year industry with Garlic Gems. Did you know Americans eat about 100 acres of pizza every single day or about 350 slices per second? Garlic Gems has spent years looking high and low for a higher quality pizza that is delivered quick enough so that you're still hungry when it arrives. Garlic Jim's makes the most delicious gourmet pizza and at the same time provides excellent and fast service to your door. Garlic Jim's has perfected the science of prompt pizza delivery by learning and experimenting. The exciting twist of this is great pizza. Never again will you have to choose between great pizza and great service. Are you interested in owning a Garlic Jim's? We're currently accepting applications to participate in our exciting world of gourmet pizza delivery and carryout. Talk to us and find out how we sold nearly 100 franchises in six states in our first two and a half years of operation. To get started right away, go to www.garlicgyms.com. That's www.garlicgyms.com. Or call us, 425-918-1900. That's 425-918-1900. Garlic Gems. G'day, mate. Want to explore owning your own business? Yearn for the adventure of being the first in a new concept? You'll go positively ape over a Jungle Quest franchise. Beyond bouncing balls and inflatables, it's an indoor rock climbing and challenge course for kids. For ages 2 to 12, the center features zip lines, Burma bridges, swings, rock walls, tree houses, and tunnels. For 12 years, Jungle Quest has served 30,000 explorers with drop-ins and birthday parties, field trips, and camps. Now available as a franchise. Go to junglequest.net for more information. That's junglequest.net. show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America 86-613-1612. Or if outside the USA and Canada, dial 01-858-268-3068. Hi everyone and welcome back to
1: Franchise Interviews asking the entrepreneur who owns one. Marty McDermott with my co-host Don Johnson, and if you've ever dreamed about owning your own business, then this is a show to listen to. And today our guest is uh, David Handler, business coach, and uh, Don, I think you're up. Yeah, David, getting back to the, uh, the services that your company provides,
4: when you first, uh, when a client hires your services, what's really the first thing that you do?
2: Uh, from the uh, helping the client standpoint? Yes, Business, I remember I'd be interviewing, I, I started in Dallas, and I'd be interviewing, you know, Randy of the Dallas Cowboys, and I'd, I'd have my four or five questions kind of written in my hand. And believe me, he could have told me that he was retiring at that moment and announcing it to me, and I wouldn't have heard it because I'd be saying, so this week against the Eagles, what is your plan? And I was so right. concerned about asking that next question. There you so uh, over years of experience, it's probably a hard thing for new coaches to get uh, that if they haven't had that ability, it's, it's the ability to listen to the client and, and really listen between the lines.
4: That's interesting, yeah. So it looks like you really get in those first few hours, you'll really get a, just a full profile of how that business is doing. And you, you, you being so experienced now, you probably have a good idea right off the bat of that, probably what needs to be done. Right, David?
2: I certainly understand you know, all sides of the equation. Uh, everyone's different, though. I had a client yesterday. away from the desk, you know, the front desk of her business, and, um, you know, yesterday it just finally came out uh, that she's kind of fearful, right? and, uh, you know, it took a while to get to that, because I could just definitely tell her, you know, the second time, I, you know, my thought is that you're kind of afraid of this, is that right? Well, you know, for me to come up with that, it's like when you try, you guys have younger kids, I have an 18-year-old uh, senior in high school, so when you try to tell her something, it could be right there in front of her pick up on it if she didn't come up with it herself. Right. You really have to allow clients to get there ahead of you and then take them down I'm like, hey, what the heck, I'll just phone it in. But that isn't who Tiger Woods is. Tiger Woods is, you know, quote, unquote, the best golfer on the planet. And to be there, he has to keep having reinforcement of where his weaknesses are. And uh, he'd probably be the first to admit, admit he has weaknesses, as all people do. Always striving to, to be better, you know, just never
4: being satisfied. I think some of your top entrepreneurs always have that philosophy. What, what's the most interesting thing, David, that's happened to you since Success
2: well, uh, we have got a
4: whole bunch of stories, right? Can you
2: yeah, I, got, I have stories. How long um, A couple of things come to mind. Number one is I, I had to really adjust, and I mentioned that a little earlier. I, I really wasn't planning on doing a lot of professional speaking. Um, obviously, I was a behind-the-scenes guy in television, and uh, while I have great stories about my television experience, I wasn't on the air, yet I found that uh, I'm pretty good at that, so uh, while I would have never envisioned being in front of 500 people and delivering a keynote is happening. So I, I made a transition in our business plan. Uh, on a more personal level, I have a client in Manassas, Virginia, and um, I was traveling there once a quarter. This is a client actually meet with. I, I work with a group of owners there, and uh, I started learning about the Civil War. So you know, even the coach here has to.
3: Hey, that's
2: interesting. Something that Marty can probably relate to. I, I received an email one time from a uh, Harvard Business School professor. and Marty, I know you do some of that professing stuff. Yes, absolutely. And uh, he started using me as just a feedback source, and that's just a hoot. You know, I, I don't have an MBA. Yeah, I've got a Bachelor of Journalism degree, and here's a Ph.D. at Harvard Business School asking me for advice. It's really cool. incredible. Yeah, what an honor. Yeah.
4: So those are three Did things to stick out on. Yeah,
2: yeah I just going to
4: say, David, it seems like whatever you've done in there's, there's, you know, there's no going in you know, 50% and moving on to something else. I think everything you've done, you basically
2: done to the top, sort of speak. Well, uh, thank you for that. I'm going to steal a line from my coach. He wrote an article this year about uh, would you rather ride in the first car of the roller coaster or the middle? Ooh. And if you just think about that, it's a lot more exciting in that first car. And I guess I've always just kind of been a Absolutely. You're, you're
4: a last car guy, right, Marty?
2: There you go. <laughs> uh, I know some people who won't even get
1: on the roller coaster. <laughs> oh, <that's> probably me.
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise. A lot of our listeners are um, interested in uh,
2: buying a franchise one day. Well, let me start by saying I, I was listening earlier when you read that ISA list, and uh, let me just be public here that the ISA is a great organization. And if anyone's looking at a franchise, I would definitely you gave was uh, wonderful and rather consuming, but I'll just, uh, some of these may be repeated. Um, Don, you said it, I believe, hire a underlined franchise attorney. I've seen some challenging situations where franchisees just hired an attorney, and uh, franchising is such a unique niche, and there are great attorneys out there who specialize in franchising, and you need to hire someone who understands why the UFOC is what it is, and why the franchise agreement is non-negotiable, and all those little things that uh, may not play out in uh, Where they're at, how they feel about the franchise or, um, what's initial training like, what kind of assistance did they really get with opening, does the franchisor deliver on their promises. All of those things are very important. Uh, this is one that I didn't hear earlier, and I, I feel strongly about this. There's one well-known franchise that does this, uh, uh, at least one. I think that the prospective franchisee needs to go work in the business for a while to see if they're going to enjoy it
1: an interesting one, David, uh, that's yeah. That's uh, the franchise, who was it, Marty? Um, yeah, Aaron's does that, David. Yeah, Aaron's sales and lease. You actually go to work for them. I think it's for like three weeks or something like that. And it was a, an inspection one I think we had on too, Don. But I, uh, you're right about that, David. I think
2: that's uh, a great piece of advice. And so, uh, you know, if I'm going to be, uh, we'll take one I know well, working in a printing organization, I want to see what I do every day. And as an owner, you're not going to be running the print-
4: something, Marty, we're, we're always talking about. Uh, yeah.
2: To,
3: you
4: know, for people to really think about uh, what their business or franchise is going to be. I mean, if they're not a morning person, you, know, yeah. you want to get up at 5 in the morning to do stuff. It really gives you a true picture. Yeah. I mean, you should really get out there and learn the business, like David saying a little bit, just to make sure you're going to want to do it full time because it's going to be a marriage with the franchise and you're going to be doing it full time for
2: a while. Yeah, that's great advice. You start expanding. And just a couple of more of these for the uh Adage, and you two guys are business professionals, you know, um, you can never have enough capital when you start a business.
3: True.
2: And most everybody is undercapitalized who struggles. Uh, whenever I hear I'm struggling, it's always well we we decided to put in a forty eight inch flat panel T V that was 6000 dollars. Gosh, I wished I'd have saved that money. Right. All of that happens and franchise typically put in their uh, living expenses to cover 18 months Uh, my feeling is that's a nice average but most people are not average so you're either going to blow away their projections and and hit your break even point early or you're going to struggle to get there and uh, you don't want to have okay i've got this cut to the penny and in month 19 i'm out of cash and i've seen it happen really be wary of that you have to have the right investment level
4: yeah and that's my business david franchise financing And that's something we're always reviewing with people. Their cash reserve, and you know, could they afford the risk? Uh, you know, unfortunately, some franchisors out there. I mean, if someone has the franchise fee, they're you know willing to approve them. Uh, and unfortunately, we, we, we have to not pre-qualify people. Cause they just don't have enough to fall back on in case the business doesn't start off well. And um, you know, we just you know people just have to be just be realistic with the Salary from the new franchise system. Maybe, maybe there's, uh, a spouse is working or they just have enough in reserve to give them that buffer and just makes the lender feel better because their chance of approval much higher. But you bring up a great point. Too many people think they're going to open a franchise and the cash is going to start coming in. They don't think about what happens if we d- don't hit our
2: projections. We all
1: about 30 seconds. What's the best way for someone to get more information on you and your services? Any websites or phone numbers?
2: Um, I tell you what, anyone can go to my website, which is www.successhandler.com. That's the word success, followed by my last name, Handler, H-A-N-D-L-E-R. Okay. And uh, I just want to thank both of you for allowing me to uh, celebrate Success Handler's third anniversary with you today. And uh, congratulations on uh, your success. You're doing a great thing for franchise to be in franchising, and uh, Marty and Don, Merry Christmas to both of you.
1: Thanks so much, David. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll have you back, David. Thank you. Great show, huh, Don? Yeah. It's a great way to end the year, you know, so you can say, you know,
4: there's uh, Yeah, definitely, having someone like David on, all all his experience and background, you know, giving great
1: advice, as usual, you know, a lot of our past guests we've had on, and you know, looking forward to next year, Marty. Absolutely. Well, Merry Christmas, Don, and uh, you and I will be back in 2008. Can you imagine that? It sounds scary. So <laughs> absolutely. Merry Christmas, Don. Don't forget to go to FranchiseInterviews.com and the new GoFranchise.com. Excellent. Great morning. Have Thanks, Don. Have a great day. Take care. bye Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock,
3: jingle bell time, jingle bell time, dancing and prancing in jingle bell square, in the frosty air,